Hello, I'm Steph and this is the Don't Buy Her Flowers podcast. It's November. Two of my kids were born in November, so we've two birthdays to organise. I've gone a bit rogue for Frank's um, birthday, my youngest. He's having a few friends at the house, um, but I've asked Buster to be in charge of games and entertainment and Mabel, who's 11, to be in charge of catering. <laughs> I don't know why, but kids' parties always surprise me by how stressful they are. I'm usually hissing at Doug about something. I figured it will save us money by just having making it really simple and getting the kids involved. But it'll also add a novelty factor. So if it's a bit rubbish, no one can complain because they're kids, right? Uh, it's also been a busy couple of weeks for the podcast after our last episode with Dr. Karen Gurney, aka the sex doc- doctor, uh, talked about how not to let having kids ruin your sex life. I've had a lot of messages about it. I've been tagged by lots of people, GPs and actually menopause experts saying they're going to give it out to patients. Um, And like the previous episode with Karen, it's led to the most conversations with people in real life coming up to me. The bit that seems to have really struck a chord is about the mental load and how that impacts people's sex lives and that their partners or even they haven't made that connection until they listened to the podcast. Karen's book is out in April and if you haven't listened, it's a goodie. And if you have please give us some feedback and reviews on iTunes. That would be amazing. Uh, So today we've got something a little different as this was a live recording from an interview at the brilliant Henley Literary Festival with not one, but three guests. We've got Louise Boyce, also known as Mama Still Got It on Instagram, Jill Sims and Clara Batten. All three of them have grown massive online followings and they've also written books, hence being at the festival. And I'll put links in the notes to their books. But I think the thing that ties them together is that they talk and write and post about being a woman and a mother, friend, partner in honest ways. They're very good at laughing at themselves and how ridiculous life can be sometimes. And that's why people love them. The interview took place on a Friday night in a big town hall full of women. So it is quite raucous at times. Some wine was consumed. but It was really fun. Um, I've been interviewing at Henley for five, six years and it's an awesome festival. I took mine along a previous year and they saw Rob Bidolf, who was brilliant um, and also I felt quite smug for taking them to a literary festival just something for everyone um, I'll put a link in the notes to the festival too their big event is in October but they have events and some online things happening all year round it would be remiss of me not to mention that as I run a gift company Christmas is coming like anyone might have forgotten uh, we've lots of new things on the site a create your own food and drink hamper so you can choose what goes in cocktail kits bauble kits for kids gorgeous products all about relaxing if you want to put a gift box together that actually shows someone that you've noticed they might be a bit strung out by the end of December they can shut themselves away light a candle soothe themselves with spa smelling bubble bath and a collagen face mask for their weary face Um, head to don'tbuyherflowers.com and I massively appreciate your support we're actually nine years old this month Um, so yeah I do really appreciate it and everything arrives gift wrapped and comes with your note handwritten so you get to be incredibly thoughtful but you don't have a big extra job to do and you don't have to queue in the post office. This episode is sponsored by Ancient and Brave, who create pure, potent and sustainable supplements. And listeners can get 20% off with the code DBHF20. I'll tell you more about them in a bit. OK, here we go. Here's Louise, Jill and Clara and a big haul of thirsty women who are excited to have gotten out of bedtime. Look at this. Nice. The aim, I think, of today is that we're going to come out of this, the rest of us, feeling a bit better about the chaos of motherhood and our lives, I think. Yeah, that that would be lovely. So I thought if we start to kick you off, ladies, with the most ridiculous scenario you've found yourself in as a mum, Jill, would you like to start? Oh, God. Um, Probably my, my son was about four, and we were on a beach on the Isle of Arran in Scotland, these beautiful white sandy beaches they have that go on for miles, it's exquisite. And um, my son obviously says, I need the loo. So it's fine, darling, fine, just go in the sea, just go... I don't need a wee. Of course you don't need a wee. You never need a wee. This is a ten minutes walk back to the nearest loo. So we'll start walking. No, I can't wait. Okay, okay, behind the rock. Behind the rock, there you go, behind the rock. He proceeds to curl something out larger, I believe, than his own head. I mean, this is fine. This is fine. We're behind the rock. It's fine. And so at this point, I look up. I realise we're actually overlooked by the 18th green of quite an exclusive golf course. And there's some 
truly horrified golfers just looking on at my son shitting on the beach. <laughs> and to make matters worse, I then had to, I didn't have a dog at the time, I had to borrow a poo bag from a passing dog walker to pick up after my son. I was just like, oh how my is this my, how, have children, life. they said. It's <laughs> life enriching, it's wonderful. Treasure every moment. <laughs> I do not treasure the moment my son shat on the beach. <laughs> In front goals. of the golf club. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Clara? Oh, my goodness. I don't actually... I can't top that. That's it. No. Um, Your children were just embarrassing, embarrassing, did you say? Well, most ridiculous, embarrassing. The most ridiculous. Um, they, they all involve me being the most ridiculous. Well, that's okay. I think, I uh, think I'm, we'll, we'll I'm take I'm not thinking, my, my kids are pretty well behaved in comparison to me. Um, I, I'm sure, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally thinking, is there a time that... Um, now I'm thinking about piss and shit stories. It doesn't have to be about shitting. I know, but you've now raised the bar. <laughs> bigger, so. bigger than a child's head. I know, <laughs> you see, I'm going to tell a story about, uh, that, that's in the book, um, because it is, uh, for me, well, firstly, basically, when, basically, I take my kids to kebab shops for lunch sometimes, <laughs> and, um, and then they shit like that. <laughs> And that's it. Thanks. You. You go. You go. Really, that's it? <laughs> no, no. No, I do. I, I genuinely just... My kids like Donna kebabs, and they're full of crap and salty, and I take them there because I love them. Fair play. Fair play. So, you know, and now they've got to like them, and, and, and then they shit like that, but in the loo. Good. My, my good. kids are good. Okay. Like that. Your kids are house trained. Yes. My kids are house so trained. So I feel like you are already now winning at parenting with your Fa house trained well, children. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> uh, a so. donna kebab on you. Yeah. So um, parenting tips come to Clara. Louise? <laughs> um, my story isn't about poo. And it's not about my kids, it's about Get me. Get off. <laughs> um, and this is in my book. And this is really embarrassing. And I don't recommend anyone ever doing this. Ever. Um, but after I gave birth to my first, I was really um, kind of like wanted to know how my vagina looked afterwards, as you do. And um, I had, had a feel, which was awful. <laughs> like literally gave birth, had a feel, don't do it. No. Um, <laughs> and then it was a few days later when I thought, no, I really want to know how she's looking. And so I decided to take a picture of my vagina. Did you do this? I don't think I did that. No, I, didn't I call it a vaggie because it's a selfie of your vagina. And then um, managed to upload it to Facebook. It was before my Instagram days. I only had Facebook. Thank and I only God had like, that. yeah, right. I only had about, I don't know, 200 followers, which were obviously close friends and family. But it was, uh, no, I mean, it's, it's but not it was, good, but it generally. was set to public. Yeah, no, it was. It, it uh, oh, like <laughs> I only had two, only 200 friends yeah. and family, but it was set, it to, was public. set to public. And, and, um, then, and then suddenly I had 8,000 followers. It was, <laughs> it was bizarre. Um, but I didn't, I didn't realise. It was one of cause the baby, I started feeling the baby, and I managed to sit on my phone. And then when I got my phone out again, I was like, fuck, that's actually live. <laughs> And then I was actually a bit annoyed that no one had liked it. <laughs> so I deleted it and um, have Uploaded never taken a picture of my vagina ever again. <laughs> so you don't know if anyone Well, I don't know. I mean, if people have well, seen it, I'm really polite. grateful that they didn't say. say anything. Or they might have thought it was, you know, maybe a kebab. <laughs> One of your kebabs. I would have been... <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't. Because <laughs> you would have liked it, right? If you saw yeah, it. I, I absolutely would have liked it. Yeah, thank you. Nothing thank else. You. No, no. Supportive, being a supportive yes. friend. Women supporting oh, women. Looking great. Women like supporting yeah. women, that's yeah. what yeah. this good. is. Um, but, and we've got quite a representation of different children ages here. Because I think, Clara, yours are the youngest, which they're still... You've got one younger than me, but I've got... Uh, Cressy is 
seven next week, and Monty is five. Mine are, mine are hideous, teenage, monstrous creatures. Um, we're, we're in the driving lessons, university oh, wow. applications. Wow. Um, lots of new ways to wind your mother up stages. So, yeah, the, um, the older your children get, the less it turns out you know. Uh, so every, everything I try and suggest, what about this, darling? What about that? Don't, no, I know that. I know that. Everything, everything. They know everything. They know everything. I'm incredibly stupid. I know nothing. I should just apparently shut up, sit in a corner, and never speak until they're 35. Uh, which I, I can't I, wait for this. <laughs> well, no, no, because they, they still will send you barrages of texts. I, I, I got a load of texts from my son. Um, last night about something to do with the school and I need this form done and I need this and that and the other. I said, your father is literally in the same house. <laughs> I am in London. How am I supposed to fix this? Or can you tell dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, go downstairs and speak to him. So, yeah, we're at that fun stage. And yours are all at school now. Yes, hurrah, finally. Yeah, so my eldest started secondary, my youngest started primary, and then my middle one is year three. Yeah, so they're all at school, so which is wonderful. We've got a good representation. But I suppose, what do you remember of the early years? Like, what was the toughest bit? All of it. <laughs> um, what, you mean at school, or just no, generally early the years? bit of being a mum, becoming a mum. Oh, um, honestly, all of it. Yeah. Um, so many stories that are in the book that I had to really, you know, kind of dive back and kind of, I think a lot of things you block out. I think in the early years as well, because when I had my first baby, I wasn't online at all. None of my friends had kids. Um, I didn't, I, I felt really alone. I didn't have anyone to talk to, and I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And with that came loads of anxiety. I was questioning everything I was doing. And I guess with, with your first, it's just like you just never know if you're doing it right. Um, whereas now with the third, you're like, fucking, uh, it's fine, it's fine, like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, but I think the toughest part for me was having... People always say, like, is it hard going from, like, two to three or one to two? For me, the hardest was going from nothing to one, because yeah. it really is... <laughs> Like she kids. liked it. Yeah. She liked it. Like, you can come again. She liked that. Um, We're going to do another one of these just for you. <laughs> um, because it's like this bomb going off. It's like a complete change of everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, in, in the title of the book, you've got without losing yourself. Because yeah. you do for a bit, right? Yeah, I, t I totally lost myself for a bit. I felt very, just not really alone, yeah. actually. And I do think that then kind of joining social media and meeting amazing women and like, you know, I really felt then like, I actually felt like I was normal as a mother and that's why a lot of the videos that I do and a lot of the book is to make mothers, women, carers, fathers feel, maybe not fathers, but feel, <laughs> <laughs> feel, no, feel normal on their journey. There aren't any men here, are there? Oh, it's like witches, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start taking off our clothes. Where are they? It's like a, Get out. Yeah. In we'll find them. <laughs> we'll love it. Um, yeah, I think, I think do, well, for all of you, you've all ended up with this, like, this massive online presence. Do you think it's helped you with your own identities, Clara? No. <laughs> No, um, uh, does uh, no, it de yeah, it, def it definitely has, you know, apart apart from the trolls. No, oh, yeah. uh, it's 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 no, it's nice. It's uh, definite. I, I think it's weird because when I first started in 2020 on social media, I, I in fact TikTok has less of the sort of mum community. Than Instagram. Instagram. Is it a bit younger? It's, no. No. <laughs> no. I'm mates are like 60 year olds on TikTok. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? <laughs> um, no, um, no, no, no. It's, it's not, not no, much. it's not that. It's just the fact that I've I've found more uh, mums just generally who have uh, been I don't know, just more relatable to me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I think TikTok is just so huge now. 
that that it's harder to sort of build those uh, relationships. I suppose I don't know really what I'm saying, but <laughs> but but the but but I have that there, there, there is a community of mums, isn't there, on Instagram? Lee, that is, is just sort of that. There's a sort of core people who who would just be like, I'd, I'll just message them and be like, oh fucking hell, this happened. And go, hey, don't worry. And I'm like, I don't know why I can't ask one of my best friends this. Mm. I've gone to you. <laughs> but it's because we put our life out there, I suppose. Mm. And, um, but yeah, it, no, it's, it, in answer to your question, whatever that was. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> what was it? It's just about being online and like, because you, you, like yours has been quite short, really, from 2020. It's yeah, yeah, mine's intense. been incredibly short in comparison, yeah, to a lot. I'd, and, and also I don't focus on the mum thing as much. I, I sort of focus on... Hot weird comedy stuff. I love your cooking stuff I when, do. You, when you duet it yeah in fact I don't know why I'm here sorry yeah I've got kids that's why I'm here um no no but uh, you know I do a lot of other stuff aside f- aside from that but yeah no there's definitely a, an online community on social media where you all sort of support each other women are brilliant on there that we all support each other give each other little tips on sort of how to get further and oh I found out this and and then you know we slag it off at the same time yeah which is brilliant but in the comedy because in the book you talk about your journey to acting like you you say about when you were like 14 and you said I want to be an actress and they were like don't be silly yeah but now you're doing it yeah yeah that was that was at school the um the you know, back in the day, I don't know if they have this anymore, actually, because my kids aren't at that stage. But back in the day, you know, you had the careers advisors. But it's very, very, you know, so what would you like to be? And I was like, I'd like to be an actress. And they're like, okay, but as a backup. And I was like, well, if that doesn't work out, a dancer. <laughs> and they're like, uh, and again, a backup. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm... I'm grade six singing, so a, a singer. They're like, yeah, again, you've, okay, let's just go back to basics. What are you good at at school? I was like, acting, dancing, and singing. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no. I think they're a lot more inclusive now of what you're passionate about, and you can do all sorts of things like, you know, do a university degree in David Beckham. <laughs> Not that you can earn a living out of that, but, you know, there are things that have opened up but, but uh, yeah, back, th- back then, yeah, I put in the book that, that this careers advisor was like, mm, I don't know. Luckily, my mum was very much, you know, you're brilliant and you're great at acting and just go for it if that's what you want to do. Don't worry about what they say and don't worry about academia and thank God. Um, but yeah, so, so, so that's, that's what I attempted to do in my late teens and early 20s and then um, didn't work out. And then, and then went on social media, and now it is working out. Yeah, work that one out. <laughs> but, but, and then Jill, you're you're an OG of the mum online <laughs> world because you've been you started the blog like years ago. Yeah, like 2016. Yeah, I started. Um, you make me make me feel quite old now, and at the same time, <laughs> quite embarrassed hearing Clara talk about sixty-year-olds on TikTok because I can't work TikTok, and in fact, get told off by my son for calling it the TikTok. <laughs> oh my God, this is why I won't speak to you in public. Okay, um, why there's a lot of reasons why he won't speak to me in public. I, I have found a way around that actually, which is when he's really, really annoying. And then I drop him off at a party or a school event, and he gets out the car. If he's really pissed me off, I just shout after him, Bye, sweetie, darling, Mummy loves you! In front of all his friends. <laughs> um, next time, he's not such an asshole. Uh, but, yeah, the whole online thing, I think it's a lot of like what Louise was saying about it really makes you feel so much less alone. Um, so back in 2016, when I started, I still had kids at primary school, and I very much had that thing again of feeling like everyone is so good at this. Everyone is nailing parenthood. I'm the only rubbish one. I'm the only one who goes home. I'm the only one who wants to go home and shut myself in a cupboard, cry, neck a bottle of gin, something, because everyone else is just brilliant at this. They, they are literally hashtag so blessed, treasuring every moment. It's <laughs> just me. Because the mums at my kids' primary school were perfect. 
so perfect. We had, we had one mum who was so perfect. You know how everyone brings the scooters and the bikes and everything at pickup time? She brought the fucking pony. I mean, like, how do you compete with pony mum? How do you compete with pony mum? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, I started the, the blog and... Pony Mum was one of the first people to come up to me in the playground and say, oh, my God, you're saying everything I feel. <laughs> pony. Pony. You're perfect. You're like, apart from the scooter bit. Yeah. I'm not saying anything um, that you relate to there. And, and that was a real eye-opener for me that actually so many people came up to me. There were so many messages from people all saying that same thing. It's like, oh my God, I thought it was just me and now I realise it's not and everyone feels the same. Mm. And I think that was just as important for me as it was for everyone else reading my ranting about my children and husband, uh, who I love dearly, obviously. Uh, <laughs> especially when I'm about 500 miles away from them. Um, yeah, tonight's so, brilliant. Yeah, so it, I think it, it has. I think social media has really opened things up in a way as, as, you know, once upon a time we would all live next door to our mums, our aunts, our sisters, our cousins. We could have had those conversations, you know, over a cup of tea. And the world kind of expanded. And I think, you know, we kind of found ourselves between those two worlds before social media started and when you didn't have that kind of village around you. And so taking off, I think, has been really important for so many women as, as, a, as a safety valve, to, as a, somewhere to, to let off steam, to, uh, but most of all, to just know you're not on your own, that, that everyone has the bad days, even the mums who bring their ponies to the school. Well, you had that with your NCT, didn't you? Because you said everyone was going, oh, yeah, no, and yeah. I love my husband, and he's so amazing, and this has been so brilliant. And then you were like... Uh, yeah, and no, I was like, my husband's a dick. Yeah. And then <laughs> everyone, like, honestly, so again, with my first, I joined NCT, and the group of women I met. Yeah, well, we're not friends anymore, put it that way. Oh, no, I was going to um, say that. <coughs> Just check out but, the audience first. Yeah, I mean, only like, because. Oh, hi, Carol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they were brilliant. <laughs> Um, no, I kind of really wanted to meet women who could just be really open and honest. And it was, again, with my firstborn. And I was, I was so sleep-deprived. And I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And all these other women were, would meet up for coffee. And they looked absolutely amazing. And I just felt like I looked like I'd just, you know, you know messy barn and just yeah. chucked on and had to sick all over me. And, and I just felt really like, oh, my God, I'm doing everything wrong. And, and um, we were talking around coffee, and they're like, oh, my baby sleeps through the night. They're like three weeks old. He had 12 hours. <laughs> and my husband, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And my husband's really helpful. And I was just like, do you know what, guys? I was like, my baby doesn't sleep. My husband's a dick. And I'm really struggling. And all of they them all, yeah. were like, oh, my God, me too. And I was like, guys, we have to be honest with each yeah. other. Like, we cannot have this false percent, pretense of motherhood being amazing, like it's not. And also, what's great is that we are the first generation of parents on social media, so we are starting to see like more realistic, relatable, the realness, the rawness of, of motherhood. And that is, well, for me, I, I like that, because, yeah. again, I like to feel like we're not alone. I do think the generation behind us deciding to not have children, though, but... <laughs> you may have put some people yeah. off. I, I may, have may had have. a lot of messages from people going, I've been reading your blog for a couple of years and I've decided not to have children. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry! Yeah. You're like, I have well, congratulations. Yeah, I had a few people message me saying thank you for just saving my marriage because people were going to leave their husbands thinking that they're useless and actually they're all it's pretty all useless. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. Well, actually, Don't worry. Every also. bloke is <laughs> useless. Not all. Disclaimer, not all. Yeah. We Humor. all know those couples, though, don't we, who post the really, you know, heartfelt, lovesick... Facebook, Instagram message, where I love my husband so much, he's so amazing, he's so wonderful, happy anniversary, the light of my life, you just look at it and go, oh, I wonder when they're getting divorced. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the more people sort of gush publicly over them, I think, the yeah. more you are, oh, there's a problem there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's the husband, they're going, my wife is so wonderful. Oh, it's like, he's, been, he's done something. He's yeah. done something. <laughs> Either that or the wife's gone, you never post about our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband's like, 
what? Uh, this has never happened to me. <laughs> no, no, it genuinely hasn't, because he doesn't even go on social media, unless I go, can you like my fucking post? <laughs> um, but, but, but no, it, 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 uh, yeah, you're right. It's the more that you gush, the more you think, ah. But is that, can we all agree that relationships are really hard, especially after you have children? Would we? No, they're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, yeah, of course. They definitely do change. But though. I think that's another one, like, like thinking of Pony Lady <laughs> and that, you're, that pretense. I think relationships <laughs> is like the next one along where people might now be a bit more honest about motherhood's quite hard because there's more and more people talking about that. But then going into the relationship bit and going, uh, yeah, actually... And, the, and you can see it because, like... One yeah, in two marriages ends in divorce now. My, so. my, my, my husband's known two? on the internet really? as, much. as gadgets. Wax, one in so. two, and if you go up to three, it's two in three. I think no. it's 40... It's, 40, it's definitely one in two. I think it's like 44%, so it, it's becoming one in two. So that's cheery. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But actually... Cause we just want to send you home happy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just want to get you geared up from a... Friday night and go back and yell at your husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think everyone's now talking about their relationships and whether it is one in two. Bring it back to the room, ladies. But I think. But it is but one in two. In um, in in Jill's book, you talk. It, it's a, it's about a couple and it's about a woman. It's primarily about a woman. Claire in the is the character, but her husband cheats on her in the, probably the worst possible way. I don't know if you want to explain it. Well, he, yeah, he has an affair with her best friend, which I think possibly the only thing worse would be if it was your sister or your mum, wouldn't it? Um, well, your mum would be bad. And in it, there's a point where she says, he starts to be a better dad in that he has to look after his children. Yeah. And I think I've seen this with friends where mm. the bloke has to step up when they split up, and you're like, you could have just done that. Yeah. Because I mean, they I didn't because they didn't I have to. definitely never thought when my children were small, I thought it never crossed my mind of... If I divorced him, I would have every second weekend off while he had the children. <laughs> I mean, he hadn't done anything. I wasn't, well, other than sort of be a man. You know, there was, there was no specific, he's done a terrible thing, I want to divorce him. It was just like, this is really knackering, and there's never any time off. And if I, if I divorced him every second weekend... I know. It's Having really a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Having I mean, I a weekend is really nice. Him. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you've got, I don't, if, if this is a stat in your book, so you'll have to... I don't know if it's... If you made it up or if it was one. I'm no, sure it, it's properly calculated. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, statistically couples argue 85% more in December. Sorry, say it again. What did I say? Statistically, cu <laughs> statistically couples argue 85% more in December. Yes. I mean, I think you're probably right. Yes. Booze, yes. Christmas, yes. stress. Stress. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I think... Put your hand up if you, you do majority normal? of Christmas um, admin. Yeah, it's a sea of hands. Actually, that's about 50-50. Oh, sorry, man. I think Interesting. There's, there's just so much extra stress, isn't there? Yeah. But actually, I, I have a friend who... Well, she doesn't like being called a divorce lawyer. She's a family law lawyer. And um, I said to her once, we were, we were going out on the 27th or 28th of December or something. I said, well, come along. She said, no, I have to work. I said, oh, for goodness sake, who goes and sees a divorce lawyer Sorry. between Christmas and New Year? She goes, are you everywhere. joking? This is our busiest time. Literally, 9am on the 27th of December, she said, the phone starts ringing and it doesn't stop till the end of January. Stop because everybody it. just gets Christmas over and then that's yeah. it. Mm. That's it. This episode is sponsored by Ancient and Brave, a new generation of sustainably sourced collagen blends and supplements. I started taking their true collagen about three months ago before we were working together and I'd heard that collagen was a good thing for my age and very quickly I noticed that my nails were growing quicker and stronger and also the hairdresser noticed that I had like regrowth and my hair was getting thicker so I'll definitely take that. Ancient and Brave's products are pure, potent, easy to take. I just mix mine with a bit of water. Um, and the aim is they will elevate your wellness naturally from helping menopausal symptoms to supercharging your energy. But what really sets them apart is their sustainability. They are a B Corp as well as a member of 1% for the planet, which means they donate 1% of all sales to environmental causes that protect the planet because collective action adds up. So by buying their products, you're supporting the planet too. Visit 1%fortheplanet.org to learn more. And we have a 20% discount for listeners off any order with the code DBHF20. Just head to the Ancient and Brave website. The school 
situation when your kids are in school, who on this stage has been or is a class rep? Well, talk to us about that. What, what um, made you nominate yourself? Because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, it was my daughter's. So my, my youngest has just started school, and every other class had a class rep, and ours didn't. And the, uh, so there's two reception classes in our school, and one's called Ladybirds, one's called Bumblebees, and I'm a ladybird. Cute. And uh, yeah, it's really cute. cute. And um, the Bumblebees had all these like, nights out planned, like, all like, meeting up, and I was like, no, I want that. So um, I, was, I just said, I'll just be class rep, it's fine. And um, I'm just arranging like, loads of really good nights out. That's good. It's really fun. And how about the... That's um, all you want from a class rep? Yeah. To put the nights yeah. out. They're like, but, I've but, got but, 25 women's parents evening, you're like, what? I don't know. See, I think that sounds much more fun. Because I, I was stupid. I didn't become the class rep. I joined the PTA. Whoa. <clears throat> Not only I, did I join the PTA... What is a P, what's PTA? The PTA is the fundraising. It's the Parent Teachers Association, so it's the fundraising arm. Well, in our school, it's the fundraising arm. So it's the... It's I the, don't think our school... It's the annoying woman in the playground with the clipboard and the raffle tickets trying to get you to come for the coffee <laughs> yeah. morning, saying, can't you just come and volunteer for an hour? Just, just an hour. Just, just if every parent in this fucking school would volunteer for one hour... <laughs> I wouldn't want to beat anyone to death with a clipboard. <laughs> so, do we, do we have any PTA mums? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're always near the front because you're very organised. organised. Yeah, they've got clipboards. So, yeah, I wish, I wish I had just become a class rep and organised nights out because... Well, I mean, I did organise nights out because that was my one caveat. I said, look, we need to have evening events, we need to have a bar, we need to get them shit-faced and then they'll spend money. This, was frowned upon because we were supposed to be having fun for the children. I was like, just, just please. I like clipboards. I don't want it. Um, but yeah, I think the PTA mums and the class reps sometimes, well, we get quite a bad rap. Yeah, as, quite a bad rep. <laughs> see what you did there. See what I did there. Um, I'm, I'm worried that my kids have been in school for five years and I've never heard of a PTA. Okay. <laughs> You're yeah, really not. Never. 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 Like, Does your school have lots of money? When Steph was saying out the back, I, I might talk about sort of class reps and PTAs, I was going... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the class reps... Uh, are, <laughs> class reps... They're, they're the organised mummies who send you all the, all no, the no messages. No, no idea. So, no, <laughs> no, seriously, we all just, about, we're all uh, on a WhatsApp wait, group. Do you do okay, okay, the Christmas got a WhatsApp there. group? Did you just say, do you do a Christmas fair? Not you, but your school. <laughs> the school do, but we don't get involved at all. But don't... This is okay, what is your children go to? We need to know, because I'm I think really... everyone yeah, I need to go to your school. sign their children up for it. No PTA, I no mean, to be honest, no class reps. on the WhatsApp group, I mean, you know, I put this in the book as well. So you Available don't get requests all... for tombolas? No I'd like send, to see Clara I, I do it the vi- oh, in the village. But not from the school? No. You're not asked to send in... I'm asked to send in bottles of red wine for mulled wine. <laughs> now I'm worried I've got a reputation. <laughs> well, you know, you know what they They're say. They're actually like, hey, hi, Mrs. Batten, and everyone else, obviously. Um, if you've got any spare bottles of red wine... Um, <laughs> I know you probably don't, but <laughs> if you do, could you bring them in for the mulled wine evening that we're going to have at the Tombola? It's not a mulled wine evening. It's where they all sit around and drink red wine and talk about you. Shit. <laughs> oh, I think God. Clara will be the person that is going in and spending the money. I think you just... I spend a lot of money at these things. I just don't know how they get organised. <laughs> Seriously, who's organising? What is? What does next time you go to your parent teacher association? Next time you go to the playground, look around carefully. You will see a stressed woman with a clipboard and a bag, a (laughs) book of raffle tickets, and that will be the PTA chair. You will spot her. She will look stressed. She will look angry, and she will have a clipboard. (laughs) It's probably because I don't read any of the emails. (laughs) That'll be it. I think. I think that's but there are too many emails. I will it's quite happily pay anyone here to read the school emails. 
please, yeah. please. And then just condense them down to bullet point form. It, yeah. is, it is quite mad to think that there were no emails when we were all at school. I know. And, How and we did still they went manage? to school. They yeah, still managed. And, and now it's like, and if you've got, well, we've both got three kids, that's three lots of communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, it's quite a lot. It's no, when, when, when my daughter started, it was before they started emails and we still got the letters which meant that three weeks after the event, you got the crumpled, mangled piece of paper you found at the bottom of the, <laughs> the, lunch of the yeah. school bag and the lunchbox has leaked on it and you're trying to make out what it said. So I think emails are probably better than, I than did, when I And also, now that there are emails, you, the parents have to actually give their permission for stuff, whereas when I was at school, from 10 years old, I used to just sign my mum's name. So there would be like you need a new blah, blah, blah. One of them was the most expensive calculator for GCSEs. I was like, okay, yeah, my mum will definitely sign that. I'll go to the loo and go. <laughs> and then come back, she was like, you haven't even been home. I'll go, oh, shit. She'll sign it tomorrow. Absolutely sign it. But I did, I had it. And then, and then my mum used to be like, you know what? I find so much in your blazer. Just do it, just sign it. It's fine, I don't mind. It's not like, checks up thing, thing anymore, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I did used to do it at the local Chinese, though. Anyway, sorry. So, Carry on. I just think about this with also, there's some bits in the books about things that used to be or should be fun. So we go with kids' parties, they're not fun. And why are they so stressful? And also, they are, they're going back to the whole marriage thing. They are a test of your relationship. Mm. There's nothing less attractive than watching a man try to do pass the parcel. <laughs> and you're like, how do, how do they not know? We, no one taught us how no. that works. <laughs> that you have to stop it and each kid gets a turn. Mm. Do, they don't get that. No, my my um, husband was in charge of one job, and that was to stop the music for musical statues. Mm -hmm. Carried on dancing. Carried on. <laughs> and, everyone, and, and that was a few years ago, and then my son's... He has this really weird habit of whenever it's a, one of our, our kids' birthdays, and we've got three, and there's been a lot of birthday parties, every single time, he will go to the tip. Yes. <laughs> and like, no, but I'm not... Like, he will go to the tip for, like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> To the point where my mum and my sister will go, where's Jessie? Uh, tip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually call it the holiday tip. Yeah. Because it's like he spends time... And I get so angry, because then I'm at home decorating everything and doing everything and arranging everything, and there's so much organisation. And, and, and then, so this year, um, I said to him, I was like, you're in charge of finding an entertainer. It's like, that's your job. So I'll do everything else. You, you find the entertainer. Yep. He didn't. Um, so then I just put him in goal, blindfolded, <laughs> and uh, my son and all his kids just kicked balls at him. <laughs> it's very did that satisfying. Make you feel yes, it did. Yes. I thought you just—I thought you just said I put him in golf. I was like, no. how is that a punishment? Goal. <laughs> no, not golf. No, I don't want to lose him to golf. I've already lost him to football. Um, but yeah, I find kids' birthday parties quite stressful. And then like, there's. Like, why is it that your kid, especially when they're younger, when it's their birthday, they'll usually cry, have a meltdown, and then, like, yeah, everything's a disaster. And then they're finally okay. And then the cake comes, and this happened recently. The cake comes, and another fucking kid blows out the candles. Oh. <laughs> and you're there just going, oh, my God, this is horrendous. And we do it again. Yeah, we we'll do, do it again. again. And then Everyone's... it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's always I mean, a spitty like, kid that blows out the candle as well, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It's always like they go, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they don't mind, they relight like themselves. They relight themselves. <laughs> it's okay, we can do this eight times if you want. Yeah. That's probably why they have relighting candles, because it probably happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you burn the house down. Yeah. What about um, holidays? Clara, have you got any good holiday stories? Um, no. It starts... <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you mean good holiday stories as in funny or stories about good holidays? No. <laughs> like, oh, I've got loads of good holiday just, stories. Just the, the, the stress levels of a holiday with no, kids. No, I'm just trying how, to think. I Do you have any on an airplane? My, with, with holidays with my husband. Uh, She's like, yes, they shat on a golf course. <laughs> yeah, he was on the side. <laughs> <laughs> 
only once, only once did we have a shitting on the golf course. We, we usually just, we have, the, we have the fun game called Finding the Gate with my husband, mm. where we get to the airport, we have to get to the airport about five days before the flight leaves because he has to find the gate. <laughs> and we, we can't wait in duty free and we can't <laughs> buy a bottle of water in WH Smith's because he has to find the gate, he has to find the gate. And the gate isn't announced for two hours, so he guesses where the gate might but be. But it is actually the worst, because you get there two hours before. You're sitting there, enjoying a glass of Prosecco at 8am, because that's the only time you're allowed to have an alcoholic <laughs> drink at 8am, is when you're at oh, the no, airport. Oh, no, 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 we have to find and the then, gate. We have to find yet, the gate. No, but then they go, gate number 56. And, oh, no. go, and then it goes, 20 minutes walk. And you go... Well, I got here three hours early. When the children were young as well, he'd be, he'd be finding the gate and I'd be there, I'd have trunkies hanging off every limb, mm. dragging along the children who just wanted to buy Toblerone. <laughs> Everyone's now crying, including me. But he's finding the gate. Because he is a He'll man. And yeah. that is his job. That is a man job. It's a man job. I mean, it's amazing I managed to travel alone and find the gate. And actually, I, I went away... <laughs> I went away last year with two, two female friends. I'm going to call it that from now on, find and, the and gate. And he's, he's, he's conditioned me into this because the gate came up. I was like, the gate's up, we have to go. And they were like, sit down and have a drink. It'll be fine. We like, it's sorted 20 all minutes the last walk. people onto the you plane. Can't. I was like, oh my yeah, God, this is lovely. Can we, can we go for the alternative route, which is the people that don't get to the plane until everyone else is on the plane. <laughs> And then they turn up last. That's not my I fault. That, that's my husband. He's the complete opposite. He's so Relaxed. chilled and he'll make a pot. I'm the one that's like, we need to get there now. Like, we're going to be late. And he's like, I'm just going to do a 45-minute poo or I'm going to do something. And then I'm, and I'm like, well, what gate is it? And then there's one, and this, this is in the book, and it was so stressful. And I'm not... Oh, but he, he, said, he said it was his gate, and uh, you've got all the trunkies, and we had a pram, and I was wearing Ugg boots and a woolen jumper, and it was stupid, I was so hot anyway. <laughs> and we got to the gate, and we just got there, and, I was like, and he was like, see, it's fine, like, it's fine, like, it's just, like, just chill out. And I was like, okay, fine. And then we get to the front, you know, because kids can go first, which is lovely. And then they're like, oh, no, this, is, this isn't the right flight. You're at the wrong gate. And we were at like gate five and the gate we needed was like 2005 so we had to run and when I say like sprint and out of like complete panic and the flight was closing so flight closing he took the pram and so I've got I so I'm literally holding my toddler like a rugby ball <laughs> trunkies my other son I literally like I just and I was, I was literally shouting, going, someone help me! <laughs> anyway. And I must have looked, I looked mental. And then I was really aware, I was really aware, I was like, someone here could actually follow me on Instagram, and I look a bit mental. And then I thought, maybe they can help me, but no one did. And um, yeah, more I was like, why running, they helping me? Like, running, like, you know, like, the running, and then I wet myself, and then all of it was just awful. Or, like awful. <laughs> I can't even. Like it's giving me like stress. And then you say, but and then you got you get to you and find Jesse, your husband. Then she got on the plane. Oh, we managed it. But you find yeah. your husband and you're like seething. And oh, you fell asleep. That's a really asleep. fun bit of holidays. Watching couples just like. <laughs> Seething with yeah. each other. Yes, yeah, so we got on the plane, and I, you know, you sit on your chair, and I'm dripping. I'm not only sweating, and I've you wet, wet myself. Yeah. And then the toddlers like going mental because they go mental on a plane. Don't want to sit down, kicking the seat in front of them, doing all the shit that they do. And I'm so angry and stressed. And I look over to my husband. He's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I cannot believe that. I yeah. I mean, I wish I could do that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. No, I did a transatlantic flight with my two kids. Both of them asleep on me the whole way, so I couldn't move. I, couldn't, I didn't even dare get up and go to the loo in case I woke them up because they were actually asleep. So, you know, it was the lesser of the evils, both asleep on me. My husband, meanwhile, had an empty row across from me. He stretched out across the row, snoring so loudly, I think he kept the rest of the plane awake. And when they, when they put on the light, you know, to, for final descent and everything, he had the nerve to wake up, stretch, and go... I'm exhausted. I don't think I slept a wink. Kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you, kill you. It's, this it's, is why you're not allowed sharp objects on planes, I think. I don't think it's anything to do with terrorists. <laughs> I think it's like a miracle of harmony. <laughs> 
we are heading into the festive season, which is often a time for overindulging and a fair bit of drinking. But I want to tell you about Mother Root, a full-bodied 0% drink that is really special and unlike lots of no alcohol options, is not too sweet. I can't drink like I used to and I need a clear head a lot more often, but I miss the kind of punctuation to the end of a day that pouring a drink can give you. With Mother Root, you just add soda or tonic and ice to make a spritz and it's a ritual to look forward to, but without the booze and the secret ingredient is apple cider vinegar, which not only supercharges the flavour, but also has benefits including gut health and blood sugar balancing, which studies mood and energy levels. Yes, please to that. Visit motherroot.london and use the code DBHF15 at checkout for 15% off all one-time purchases from November 17th to midnight December the 17th. Mother Root, the alcohol-free aperitif you'll actually crave. Not that there's much of a competition between wife and husband, but there is, let's be honest. (laughs) When you're both ill, there's a competition. (laughs) When you have both got a baby, there's competition. But... The woman always wins with the baby competition because literally that is it's exactly like that. So I remember sort of waking up in the morning and um, you know there's a newborn and actually mine slept very well apart from needing to be fed as newborns do. But then I'd get up, you know, you know that coma like shit <laughs> that orange crap yeah. that goes up their baby grow at the back when they're about a month old two months old three months four months five months um and so you're up in the middle of the night you know, okay i'll do the 11 o'clock feed oh maybe they'll sleep for a few hours and you get up and then you're like sitting there up here burping <laughs> like this and he's like <laughs> going okay, one of us has to work and that's got to be you, I get it, I get it. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, then, and then two hours later, it's like, ah, ah, and it's like, corma up their back and like, oh, great, switch on the light. Oh, you're not awake yet? Are you definitely not awake yet? <laughs> I'm awake, I'm awake, don't hurt okay, me don't anymore. Wa- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, I've got this. And then they wake up in the morning and they go, Oh, my God, did you hear that siren at 1 (laughs) a.m.? Oh, my God, I woke up, and it literally took me four seconds to go back to sleep. (laughs) It took me literally, like, four or five seconds to go back to sleep. You go, really? No, no, I was up with the the baby all night. Like, what really pissed me off is that I woke up, like, 20 minutes before my alarm went off. (laughs) That, that was annoying. Right. Oh, that really? was because you're so well-rested, darling. That's I've actually, actually uh, happy for I've, you. I've, I've got a story about this that I did put in my book, and my editor, who's here, she was like, you need to take that out. So Ooh. I'm going to share it with you. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> but going back to what you were saying, Clara, how like, babies wake up and uh, you do all the everything and the changing nappies, and my husband was next to me snoring soundly and... Yeah, so um, one... <laughs> I can see the pain on your face. <laughs> and he, he doesn't know this, so don't tell him. Um, no, but there secret was... safe with us. <laughs> Sorry, no one's filming, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, stop filming, stop filming. <laughs> <laughs> so this one evening, morning, my kid did this poo and my husband was snoring and I was really annoyed and ang- just frustrated. So I got a bit of the poo and I put it here. <laughs> On my husband. Oh. Where? Where? Here. Oh, brilliant. And uh, so, th- <laughs> not a lot, just enough for him to smell oh, it all night. Oh, yes. No, it wasn't like a moustache, but it was like a yes. little bit. <laughs> Remember this? You're like, Louise, you had to take that out of the book. Katia, why did you make like, it okay. take it out? I think you say that you didn't do it. No, I had to say that you... I thought about doing it, but I actually <gasps> did do it. Um, and so when he would wake up, because I felt really quite smug and like kind of got my own back, he'd be like, morning, give me a kiss. And I'd be like, well, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, such fun. Yeah. That's what, I mean, 
And that's quite a good tactic, really. Yeah. That's it was like combat. Between yeah, us, we'll yeah, between us. Don't tell anyone. Oh, fine. I um, love it. Um, so I do need to throw it out to any questions, if anyone's got any questions. Don't go home and regret it later that you had something you wanted to ask. That's our publisher laughing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no one has any questions. Be, be brave. There's, there's no such thing as a bad question either. We just, anyone anyone got any questions? Go on, here we've got a lady. We just wait from just the mic just coming. So looking back at those kind of like chaotic toddler young years, what would be your like <clears throat> one thing you'd do differently or like one piece of advice that you'd take forward for those who are still in those kind of like mental chaotic years? That's a good question. Don't do it. I didn't hear that. Is it, did you say what's one bit of advice you'd give to someone or some, something you'd do differently for get, get a toddler? A get, get a dog. I mean, in all honesty, I think I would just know that it passes, it's a phase, and kind of embrace it. I know that's a really dull answer, or otherwise you could just drink through it. Yeah. I think no, on a serious note, though, that was, the best, that was the best piece of advice that I read online. Drink through it. No, no, not, <laughs> not the one. And I've taken it very seriously. <laughs> that was my own advice, and it doesn't always work. I think also, don't, no, be, don't was, be too hard on yourself. Children are very resilient. They are hard to break. Uh, no, really, really, yeah. they, they are. She's like, I've they, tried. They, they bounce. Um, the, no, the but it of, is a phase thing. The it phase is a, thing. It is a phase, and while they're in that phase, don't just Seriously, do your true, best. The and, phase. You know, most of them are fine. Yeah. Um, also, another one is do not beat yourself up, because half the time... Mums just feel so guilty about e either just raising their voice or, or, or saying stuff that they think, oh, maybe I should have just let them do that. And, oh, God, and, and you think so hard about, oh, my God, I think I did that wrong. And I go back to Cressy, I go, Cressy, I just want to say, um, you know, I'm sorry, I should have let you do that. Actually, it's not that big a deal. And then she goes, what was this? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that thing, you know, and earlier when, when you asked if you could, and, and, and I said, no, that's ridiculous. No, we can't do that. And, oh, you can, you can. And she's like, oh, I can't, no. I can't remember what that was. Now my, uh, now uh, my right, older, like, they very that comes much, back to the they, resilience. They remember the things that I've completely forgotten about, the things they cast up to me. I'm like, but compared to some of the things I did, that was really nothing. I mean, what about the time I did that terrible thing in it? Uh, I mean, my, my, when my daughter was about three, I accidentally... I, it was a total accident. I pulled down the garage door... And broke her leg. And broke her leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was worse. I kind of caught, <laughs> it was worse. caught her on the corner of her temple. Oh, my God. Big, swelling oh, shit, egg. Sorry. Oh, my God, I felt awful. And it was like, God, do I, do I take it to A&E? I mean, she seems fine. So I took her to test again um, on the basis that... <laughs> There'd probably be a doctor or something if she suddenly passed out. And I said to her years later, I said, oh, God, that awful time I closed the garage door in your head. And she's like, what? Remember I closed the door? I went to Tesco. Oh, shit, was that the time you went to Tesco? You let me buy anything I wanted. Oh. And that's all she remembered. She didn't, she didn't remember, you know, the fact that it was because I'd semi-concussed her. I mean, maybe that's why she didn't remember it, actually, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's weird, I don't remember. And, and then I just blacked out. It was yeah. odd. <laughs> but also, don't compare yourself to other mums too much, because all children are really different. So what works for one parent, you know, and you think, oh, well, they're going and doing all these lovely things with their kids. Why, why don't I do them with mine? Your kids might hate it. They might not, not want to go and do those things. They might not enjoy it. So I think, I think we compare ourselves too much mm. as well and think, oh, I should be like her. I should do that. I should do this. Well, and we're comparing ourselves to a lot more people. So our parents might have compared themselves to their neighbours and we'll compare ourselves to our neighbours, neighbours, neighbours across the world. Yeah. And that's quite tough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, Especially when you're vulnerable. When, when you yeah, particularly with Instagram perfect lives yeah. that come you, out. You've got you whole know. Instagram accounts just dedicated to people making these lunchbox with their sandwiches cut into shapes and the, the apples carved into sculptures and things. And it's like, yeah. holy fuck, my kids have eaten nothing but ham rolls for like 15 yeah. years in their lunchbox. We eat a lot of ham and cheese. Mine are lucky if they get a bath a week and a token midweeker. <laughs> <laughs> have we got any more questions? Here, we've got one at the front, if you just wait. Sorry. 
Now, you're all gorgeous women. Um, I just wonder, out of interest, if you get any secret admirers that contact you online and how you deal with that. I, Especially I, your videos, Clara. First, <laughs> the wood firstly, firstly, I wouldn't call them secret admirers. Um, if they were, I might be like, Adam, isn't it your bedtime? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're just more creepy than secret admirers. But, yeah. but on the whole, I've never had anything that's made me feel uncomfortable or any... Um, yeah, no, I, I suppose I don't really do much the vi the videos that, Well, I don't know. The videos you do with the, the stitches with the wood chopper guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... That's not a euphemism. He actually chops, chops wood. Chops wood. But they are, your, the facial expressions in there yeah. are so good. It's yeah, really... I, try, I try my best at that. But, yeah, it's not genuine at all. It's all acting. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. The, yeah, yeah. The, and, and now I just get... It's really easy content now because everyone just tags me in all these sexy bloke videos. I'm like... It's awful. Oh, God, <laughs> how terrible. But I have you... to react to these... <laughs> Men Hot chopping men. wood in a forest. I like the, so one, really you, I like the one you put out. I saw it um, about the three guys doing different languages. Yeah, that today. was very. That was very good. Yeah. Last night. To, yeah, 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 yeah. You need to see it. Avid yeah. followers. Yeah. Did you put that on? Is that on Instagram now? <laughs> Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, that's go, very good. Go and look. It's my last video. She loves it. I like you it. will. <laughs> but Louise, you have had. That's what I have You've to say. had admirers. I've had a few dick pics. I love the word admirers. Um. <laughs> do you, so do you have any admirers or people who just, you know, really love your content enough to share their penis with you? Do, do you have any of those? But what's horrible? Yes, yes, I do. Yes, they share their dicks with me. I mean, I know it is illegal now, which is great. But um, so this is going back a few years and... When you get like a, a message on Instagram when, when you don't follow them, it comes up as a re like you have to you can't see it's a anything. Request. Yeah, you can't see anything until you click okay, I'll read it. So you no. don't know. Yeah, you can't see anything. <laughs> so then I'm like No, 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 you click it and you can read it without accepting them. No, it's a picture. You can't see a picture unless you say yes. But they won't see that you've read it. I hope not. No. <laughs> Oh, good. Sorry. Carry on. So anyway, you press this button and then all of a sudden, like you think it, you know, you never know because yeah. sometimes you get messages from people that you don't follow and it could be like a potential client or an old friend. So you just never know. And it's a bit intriguing. Like, oh, you know, what's this? Who's this person? And you get this. It's a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flaccid, I might add. Flaccid. Like, at least make an effort. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's not nice. <laughs> it's not. But no, I don't get any actual genuine nice men messaging me because that would... You know, no. Yeah. So not secret admirers as no. such. As <laughs> yeah, creepy. The men. admirer no. thing is not a thing. <laughs> no. no. Although no, I, I, I have genuinely had nice people say thanks for making me laugh. Who are men, and you know, oh, really loved your stuff, and and then and then they ruin it with, and it helps that you're easy on the eye. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck's sake! Next. But yeah, did you get? Little things. Yeah. This men message, but not in a. Yeah, they just message way. in I a nice way. I think they, especially on Instagram, they like the dogs. They just message for the dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's was, a, was, a whole new no, weird no, no, way. No, 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 they're just fond of the dogs. Not, not like, not like that. Not no, like sorry. That. There was, there was once a not a, not Canadian a way. No, not there that. was a Canadian train driver once years ago who used to send me pictures of his not, big not train. Not that I remember. <laughs> well, it was, it was a bit <laughs> odd because he did used to send me pictures of his big train and. Uh, there's not, not, not a I swear it's not a euphemism. Oh, just good. like, here's me with my big train, is why it's stuck in my mind. Um, <laughs> it, it was one of those you kind of see the, the first line of the message, and you think, should I open this? But I was really new to it, and I was nosy, and there was always just pictures of his big trains. So. <laughs> but obviously, I wasn't enthusiastic enough about his big train because he stopped messaging me. So. Stop saying big train! <laughs> That's a nice, innocent. Turn to end it on. Um, we do have to finish because we've, we've finished up all our time. But you can speak to the ladies at the back and obviously buy all the books. Buy all the books. 
Uh, Clara was surprised I've actually read all three books. She was like, you read them? I was like, yeah, no, they're all very good, so I would recommend them. I know, she was like, so I read all your books. I went, what? <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> I, I read the three of your books. I went, I only read mine because I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I've not read a book in like 15 years, so well done to any of you who have. Well, we can go and buy them. But, um, but thank you all for coming out on a Friday night. And thank you very much to Jill, Clara and Louise. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you so much to Louise, Jill and Clara. They were great. It was really fun. It's a little unpredictable. They kept me on my toes. In case it wasn't clear, Louise was talking about smearing her finger under her husband's nose. I wonder how many new mums in the audience went and tried that one out. Uh, thanks again to Henley Literary Festival for having me back and to Ancient Brave for sponsoring this episode. There are more than 50 episodes of the Don't Buy Her Flowers podcast to go back and listen to now. So whether it's mum chat, sex chat, relationship chat, business chat, go and have a look. And if you subscribe, you'll get a notification when a new episode comes out. And if you do want to start your Christmas shopping, pre-orders are available at DBHF. So you can order Christmas gifts now, select Christmas pre-order at the checkout, tick them off your list and they'll be sent out just before Christmas. Uh, Wish me luck for the kids' birthdays and I hope everyone has a good week.